0: Hello everyone and welcome to Next Generation Saints, I'm your host Nick Coons. Before I fully get started into this podcast, i want to let you guys know, I am currently at work right now, so if you hear loud noises or anything else of that nature, well, you know why. So I know it's been a while since I've actually been talking on the podcast, I've actually been very busy with Biola University, I'm getting my bachelor's degree right now in uh, Christian apologetics, so I've been taking classes, they have been about seven weeks long, so it's been really just, you know... Um, Nose to the grindstone. I mean, full power, full steam. Well, that doesn't mean I haven't been observant of what's been going on in the world and in our culture and what's been happening. And a lot, more and more I've been noticing and really been seeing, I think a lot of people have, is transgenderism. So I wanted to approach this from a biblical perspective about transgenderism. Now, you probably have already know exactly what transgenderism, but let me go ahead and explain it to you a little bit. Transgenderism is the belief that... You are, if you're born a man, or a boy, with male genitalia, penis, and and testicles, that you can identify, and you could actually become a woman. And vice versa with women. If you're born a woman, you could become a man. Now, why is this a big deal? Why is this something I would really talk about? Transgenderism, in its very nature, is actually anti-biblical. What do I mean by this? Well, if we take a look at it, we find in Genesis where God creates man and woman. Created, God created us in his image, his likeness, his image, his forebearers. Transgenderism is the act of telling God, guess what? When you made me bad, you did a terrible job. In fact, you screwed up my gender completely. You screwed up God. Telling God that he screwed up is that sin. God doesn't make mistakes. But one thing I really wanted to also look at Apart from that, was (laughs) I was listening to Glenn Beck, um, and I was driving the truck around delivering HVAC units, and he played this clip, and I don't have it directly on here. I'm going to try to kind of um, paraphrase this thing as much as I can. There was a transgender activist who came forward and had stated about why transgenderism is out there, and I think it was a perfect summary of why transgenderism is gaining strength. This guy was saying that. You can be, men become women. Women can become men. You are all you need. You are your own creator. You are got your own God. And right there, I stopped. I said, wait a second. There we go. Mankind is trying to become God. Again, mankind is trying to determine its own gender by telling God, I control everything in my life. But the But I think another thing else that pops in my mind as I'm talking to you about this is something I saw on TikTok. There was basically this, I follow some people who are transgender so I can understand their ideology, I can understand their mindset. But one thing caught, the people thought this person was crazy and weird, but I knew what it was for what I saw. This guy goes, look, I'm not going to ask you to, um, I get that gender can be confusing, but let me go ahead and restate my gender and he starts sounding demonic he's like like crazy noises and then he said and this is my pronouns and he let a high-pitched demonic scream and i saw his eyes roll in the back of his head and he started trembling and people are like god oh, this guy's crazy look at him he's crazy i'm like wait no 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 that's not crazy that's a form of demonic possession and then on top of that, saw their pronouns were like they, them, we. Wait a second. Where have I heard this before? Because when I'm sitting in Biola, we come across uh, the New Testament. Jesus uh, meets the madman of Gadare. You know, Jesus goes across it. This man is demonically possessed. He's been in a graveyard. And uh, he runs up to attack Jesus and stops and calls on him and goes, please, son of man, son of God. Please don't, don't do not, uh, do not torture us. Do not judge us yet. It's not. It surely isn't the hour. Please, and Jesus says, tells him. He goes, "Who are you?" And the demonic forces within this person screams out and says that they are legion. We are many, is what legion is. Many. Now look at what people are saying. My pronouns are they, them, we, they. All these, I'm going, this is demonic attack. These people, the women, are amputating their breasts off. Men are cutting off their penises. They're faking on pronouns that are demonic in nature. We see in Hollywood now where they're dressing up. They're not even hiding it from people. I saw the Grammy Awards and I only saw brief parts of it because I just, there's only so much I can take. We saw men going on stage dressed up in drag with satanic satan all over them and they were worshiping satan they even said hail satan praise satan we are god and they were gyrating themselves these are men and women folks brothers and sisters we are we are facing a full-out demonic attack this isn't something that's subjective or subliminal that like oh it might be something that's seen in a movie this is right in front of our faces Teens are the most of the transgender movement at this point is committing suicide. The large majority of them. You know, it's interesting. You know, a lot of people look at it and say, Nick, how do you know anything about transgenderism? I go, Well here's what it is. I was never transgender, never been that way. But I will tell you that my cousin who lives out over in New York, he's he was transgender. I remember talking to him back in twenty sixteen about transgenderism. I told him, hey, you know, this is not a good idea. I'm going to leave his name out of of it because I don't always like using names. But I told him, what are you doing? You're a boy. He goes, well, I was really thinking about it, really soul searching. And I know that I just know I'm really a girl. And my name is Elizabeth. That is truly who I am. And I said, no, dude, you're, you're created in the image of God. You're not a girl. You are a boy. And he goes, I understand, I appreciate your phone call and whatnot. Now, I couldn't really dive into it because he was young. He was 16 years old. But I talked to my aunt about it briefly. She didn't like hearing from me because she's very left-leaning, very liberal. And so coming forward as a theologian or somebody who preaches the Bible and whatnot, she doesn't welcome it very well. She'd rather have psychologists who are very liberal, left-leaning, and very progressive who treat this... Future transgenderism as a as it's okay. We need to be open and in equality, trans, you know, was it uh, equity, equality, and um, and uh, you know all that uh, diversity, all those fun words. But later on, a couple years later, I hear back from him. I reach out and said, "Hey, how are you doing?" I just wanted to catch up with you, being a good cousin, being a good person, just seeing how you're doing. He responds back to me and I go, are you still going through your thing right now? Do you still go by Elizabeth? I mean, I'm going to call you by your name, your birth name, not by Elizabeth. But he goes, oh, I realized that I was actually a boy. I come to that realization. I am really a boy. And my name is really the name he gave. I was like, that's great. said, what what happened? He goes, well, I just, I think it was because I was hanging out with a lot of friends who were like this. It's like friends are hanging out with friends. Who are transgender, or think it's cool? And the more I look at the transgender movement, the more I realize it's gone from a few people who do suffer from a mental illness called gender dysphoria to a full-fledged movement like where people—I <laughs> I kid you not—the stupidest things that they see on nowadays, kids snorting condoms or cra- or chewing on Tide pods. This has become a thing called a trend. People are not really transgender. In fact, the majority, 90%, not higher percentage of people who've had transgender surgeries or have taken hormone replacements have regretted it. 100%. Wish it never happened. What gets me in this satanic attack is we now have politicians, we have educators. You know, these educators who come forward. I had one, I recently was talking, um, I got an email from uh, Paradise Valley Community College here in Arizona about, um, about a, uh, coming up meeting that if you wanted to visit and see it. So they, they contacted me and they said, it's for diversity, equity, inclusion, and engagement. And I found out that these, the people who are going to be supposedly doing the training are people like, um, Who names are she, her, and hers, I can't pronounce her name, Amelia uh, Lington-Gamel, she, her, and hers, Julia Peterson, she, her, and hers, all these people are coming forward to say, oh, look at these inclusion and diversity and the equity and all these different fancy, nice words to say. So I made a comment about this because I believe education is not, it's about expanding one's mind learning about new things, whatnot. I actually wrote a letter to them in response to this. Now, I know there's a little off the topic program, but I'm going to read it to you really quick, and you make up your own mind. I replied back, Sir, I will not attend this event because they send me emails about events for college because I used to attend Paradise Valley Community College online. I have studied and experienced with those who preach diversity, equity, inclusion, and engagement. Others, like myself, know that this is not about education, but indoctrination. When your institution invites speakers who must emphasize clearly their pronouns, it is painfully obvious to myself and others that think like me that this is what they call woke. This is Marxism in disguise. It is an evil ideology that masquerades as a loving, inclusive vision that, once adopted, turns into a dividing fascist exercise. I agree with your institution's First Amendment right to have, a, to have these events, but I also express with great wisdom words of caution. This will have a horrible consequences and ramifications. These are not objective educators seeking to better your college institution. They're bringing the snake into the garden to tempt you to eat the apple in order to lock you into slavery. I leave you, I leave you and your college with this final thought. I have a professor at Biola University. Who has worked in Poland for several years? He's visited a historic Nazi extermination camp regularly. We wonder how most technolog- how we wonder how the most technologically and philosophically advanced country who have committed some of the mo- worst crimes ever seen in the entire world. It started with people who claimed that they just wanted to teach about tolerance, inclusion, and diversity. He concluded with this one simple phrase: "Ideas have consequences." I urge you and this institution to consider that most sincerely, Coombs. folks. These people will come in and act like they're the nicest people on earth. but truth be told this is not it. This is what the devil does. The devil doesn't come to you in looking like a dog, looking like a wolf. What does Jesus even say? The, right? He says that the sheep, that the wolf comes in, comes like is dressed in sheep's skins. Right? Be wary of those who come to you in sheep's skins, but inwardly of ferocious wolves. The only way we're going to be able to tell the difference between what is righteous, what is good and godly, and what is satanic and evil, is by opening the thing called the Bible studying it, understanding how God sees us, how he created creation, and who God's character is. The more we understand God's character, and the more we see ourselves, the more we're going to recognize when evil comes about, masquerading as something good. So I encourage everyone on this podcast who is listening to go ahead and please, please do not let this become a thing. If you feel like you need to go talk to your representatives, you need to go talk to your school districts, talk to your children, uh, and even organize your church to be able to have a ministry where they talk to people of transgenderism and to educators to help them out, even legally helping protect them, because many of these educators who step out in righteousness to stop this thing from happening are being persecuted and prosecuted, according to law, since many law lawmakers are now becoming very unrighteous in their practice of lawlessness. So I encourage you all, brothers and sisters, stand with each other. As Paul talks about, we must stand together continuously, taking on each other's burdens, loving one another as Christ has loved us, and always standing and teaching and loving each other in truth of Jesus Christ. Before I go, I just want to let you guys know, this podcast, if you guys like it, go ahead, like, subscribe, send it to a friend, and like always, until next time, when we be made again, may God richly bless you all, my dearly beloved.